0: Hello, I'm Sean Finnegan, and you are listening to Restitutio, a podcast to get you thinking about biblical and historical Christianity, to inspire you to follow Christ, and to convict you to lead a consecrated life. Jackie Hill Perry used to dress like a boy to go out and pick up girls. She ended up in a long-term relationship with another woman, But then, she came to a sudden realization that she was living a lie. She's completely changed her life and now embraces her femininity and even got married to a man, Preston Perry. She's a poet, a hip-hop artist, and a powerful speaker. This is her testimony. Warning, what follows is not appropriate for children. So if there are any kids listening, please uh, listen to this at a later time. Here now is podcast 81 my life as a stud with Jackie Hill Perry.
1: I remember the first time I kissed her lips. As my heart began to flip all oh, more convictions beginning to rip, I grabbed the hips and kissed the bottom lips because I always wanted to try For many years the enemy infiltrated my thoughts with homosexual merchandise and that day I decided to buy it, but he tricked me. He had me thinking I could just try one time to see what it was like and I could move on, but it didn't work like that. One year after me, him, hers, relationship, my gender did a flip like that. Sports, Raws over breast, white, bitter over chest, white, tea over rest. another. the organs that qualified me as a woman lay flat as my back was turned to the king. I was wearing boxers as if I had something dangling in between. But no, I'm still a queen. It seems that I always exterior is often shaped by the embryonic scale of my self-esteem. And mine was low. I didn't know where to go with these perverted thoughts of mine. I remember they started with some genitals or stuffed into my mouth at the age of five. I'm growing up wondering why I'm crushing on girls. You no, know, no, it's natural to like guys. My heart steadily being hardened because no God wouldn't I for I just dies. Daddy kept saying hi, then bye, then hi. Now I can't, now I can't, now I can't trust guys. And my D-A-D-D-Y just up and died on me. His funeral was the last time I stepped foot into a church. I refuse to deal with the eyes of the down on this voice masculine girl you couldn't see past my face to pray. Past the past falling past my waist, past the fitted caps and the braids, past the past hurts in my heart. That pattern this ex. thus standing before you today. All I wanted was a hug. All I needed was someone to tell me of God's love and the delivering power of his blood shed for the lost. I had to realize how 1 Peter 2.24 lets me know how he became me on that cross, a uh, stud, so I would be able to die to this sin and live for righteousness. And then again, this flesh I made was enjoying itself. Even though the laws of truth were written on my heart, I still chose to choose. I still chose to choose to deny him. And if I didn't repent of my sin and trust him and this heart inside my chest stopped beating, 20 million years would have went by and I still would have been frying. Remember the first time I bought my first cyber skin strap on? Paid a $135, Who's made feel real. Even though I couldn't feel that thrill, it was a mental thing. I became a touch me not because I lose the big clothes. I was high, my high came off, and she touched that spot. My masculine voice would drop, and the femininity naturally placed inside of me. would be easy to spot, so I had to keep it covered. There was no need for a latex rubber because underneath these jeans ain't no sperm or testicles, just eggs and ovaries. I remember when I was done using that strap-on that I strapped on and it was time for you to use the restroom. I still had to sit down to pee. What a reality check. I never knew it would get this deep. But when I opened up the door, I completely fell in the scales covered My eyes just got thicker. The darkness made no room for the light. I actually started to consider hell in exchange for her being my wifey. Then one day the Lord spoke to me. He said, she will be the death of you. In that moment... The scripture for the wages of sin equal death finally clicked. As much as I thought that I loved her, my eternity wasn't worth that chick. My eternity wasn't worth that hit. My eternity is only worth having faith in what Christ did alone. As my wooden nose was single long, because it'd be lying to myself. Instead of me dying to myself, I was willing to die for myself. There was no blue fairy whispering in my ear. Only the devil and me telling me what I wanted to hear. There was no Joe pedal pulling on my strings. I attached myself to them things. Being pulled and manipulated by my flesh and them spiritual beings. The more I lied to myself, the more my wood of sin will grow. The more my wood of sin will grow. I could see it in my face. I could see the wood in my face. I could see him stretched out on the wood in my face. Being the disgrace for the sin I was committing in his face. Even though I saw his blood on the wood in my face. Taking the Wrath of the father on the wood in my place I still spat in his face But his grace is sufficient As much as I wish I could be a real boy My name is not Pinocchio I'm just me And he's just he The real G-O-D And he's willing to set free all those that are really in need I know that some may say that they were born that way But no my friend You were not born gay. You were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. When Eve ate that fruit, we were cursed to do anything. We were open for murder. We were destined to lose. You were given free will. You chose to choose. You chose to choose and defy God's rules because inside of you, you want to be like God and make them. I pray you about now, because when God comes back, your knees will break in reverence like the Philistine God, Dakin. All I'm saying is there is scripture after scripture to show you what your heart already knows is wicked. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10, Leviticus 18, Romans 1, 26-27, and please, don't be like Lucifer by taking these scriptures out of context so you can continue to cheat God on his glory and reverence. I know you may be thinking, man, this is me. This is who I am. But the thing is, it's really not. All the girls' clothes and etc. is just a lackluster substitute for who you really need. God. See, every feminine and cloudy, every beautiful curve, every little thing that makes you a woman that you despise was given to you for the glory of God. Only if you can see with his eyes, you will see how beautiful you really are. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. I know your pain may run deeper than you or I know, but you are not Pinocchio. You cannot be a real boy, beautiful. Be you, beautiful. The you God created you to be beautiful. Be you, beautiful. Because Jesus Christ is worth it. Amen. Y'all, so quiet. It was making me nervous got they listening. I'm Jackie Hill. i um, 23 years old from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm just going to get into my testimony and just flow off of that. Cool? So I was born June 21st, 1989. Um, born into sin. So I was kind of like doomed from the start a little bit. And <laughs> around four or five or six, I was molested by a my brother's wife's little cousin and i'm five he's 13 so to me he's grown you know but that didn't make any excuse for him to do the things he did to me because he was in middle school right and so it didn't really like traumatize me or torment me and like i just was like okay that's what we did but i saw how it opened me up to perversion at a really young age where i was just doing highly sexual things with dolls, with all types of stuff because i mean that's I don't know, I just was inclined to do that type of stuff. And I got into porn at like six, seven, eight. Got into masturbation at the same age. Like, I was just out there real early. Um, so, during this time, I'm, I, I remember having an attraction to girls very young. Maybe kindergarten, first, second grade. I remember doing things with little girls on the playground. And always, I had gender confusion very early. I remember um, wanting to just act like a man. Just I thought you know I'm supposed to be a boy, and so I would you know try to pee standing up and all types of stuff. And this is a six year old doing this with no outside influences, just me wanting to be different than what I was. And it really it really shows the confusion, the attack that Satan has on us when we're babes. Um, when you grow up with this confusion, you know, and and the, the culture that we are in, they uh they feed off of that big time. Um, but anyway. So I'm growing up with all this type of stuff in my mind And I'm having dreams, gay dreams Like all the time, every week It seemed like And so 17, I'm 17 comes And I'm knowing it's a sin because I've seen it in scripture Like, you know, growing up Even though I was doing me I, I, I would Every book I almost read Was about God I knew the truth of scripture I just didn't believe it And um, 17 came and I'm like You know what, I, I'm just going to try this thing Like, it, it, you know, it won't hurt And so this girl, I'm at the senior homecoming at another school, and this girl that I knew from middle school was a lesbian. And she came up to me, and she was like, Jackie, you should be my girlfriend. I was like, get away from me with that gayness. Like I was just like, ugh, get away. But in my mind, I liked it. In my mind, I was turned on by it. And I really believe that Satan knew that I wouldn't go after homosexuality on my own, so he presented it to me. Even though I had these inclinations towards homosexuality at a young age, that was the moment I chose it. I made a deliberate choice. I'm going to be gay. I never really got attention from men. My father wasn't really in my life. I was very insecure. I believed as a girl that I wasn't pretty. And so when I started dressing like that, And people started coming to me and esteeming me It's like wow this is what I have to do to be beautiful This is what I have to do to be loved This is what I have to do to have affection And for me homosexuality wasn't just sexual uh, It wasn't just sexual at all A lot of it was just itching this insecureness I had in me Because I wasn't connected to the source I wasn't connected to God So I didn't know that I didn't understand that he loved me above all you know, like I didn't get that does it, does it make sense? And so I'm going to these people To get what I can only get from him October 08, I'm watching like Making a Band on MTV Or something in my bed chilling And I hear God say, she's going to be the death of you I hear this And at the same time that he said that I didn't equate it with just God convicting me with homosexuality I saw God is convicted me of sin, period Because I really saw For the first time that my whole life Deserved hell My whole life was wicked before him. My whole life was just not okay. And I I asked God, I said, God, but I don't like men. You know, God calls us to come to him, but we automatically equate that with God, you want me to be in a relationship with a man. When that's just backwards. It's like, God's like, nah, I'm calling you to know me first, right? So I'm like, God, I I don't like men. It's nothing about a man that attracts me. And he just being all good and stuff. He was like, when you learn to love me right, I will store every attraction or desire you'll ever need for a man. It's like, wow. (laughs) Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm just kind of like brushing it off. And then he starts talking about how he wants to use me and all of this stuff. So I started to weigh the cost of my life versus eternity. And I saw weed, eternity in hell. Masturbation, eternity in hell. Porn addiction, eternity in hell. Disobedience to parents because we kind of downplay that. When God, like, being disobeyed be to your parents is a sin. You know what I'm saying? And I was highly disobedient. I was just rebellious. But I'm saying that hell. And I'm like, man, like, it's not worth it. I really saw that living it up, YOLO, all that. I really saw that I, how is 20 years of rebellion against God tight when I'm going to spend an eternity in hell for it? I really. You know what I'm saying Because it's like I was like I refuse to allow God To introduce himself to me Present himself to me and me to say no I'm good and me to die that night And see that I had the chance to know Jesus And I was like I'm good And so in my mind I'm like Lord you know what You're calling me to do something I know I can't do by myself I know I cannot walk away From women by myself I know I cannot stop smoking by myself I know I cannot do all these things on my own But I'm believing that you can help me and I, I, like I tell everybody, I didn't know that was repentance and belief, but it was. <laughs> and so I just walked contrary to what I had been doing. And God just freed me from that day. Well, day after that. But like he really set me free from some stuff where I went through a situation and I woke up straight free. Like the taste of sin was out of my mouth. Where I really didn't want to sin anymore. And I felt that I had the power not to do it for the first time in my life. Amen? Because I tried to get saved like five times. I promise. Like I would say the sinner's prayer like six times. Like I'm saved now. But I never really truly repented. Because we can say a prayer all day. But if you don't see any fruit, God has not saved you. Because I I was saying them prayers like okay, I'll say Because I said the prayer, but there was no food in my life But once I genuinely turned from my sin And looked to Jesus as my savior He radically did a supernatural work in my heart Where I wanted to know him now Amen? Because sometimes we, we forget that salvation is supernatural Salvation is not that I pray and read my Bible and do godly things Salvation is that God came inside of me Changed my heart, put his spirit inside of me Now I have the power to walk free that's salvation.
0: It's a pretty powerful and very passionate testimony. I put another a number of other links to check out. She has an album called The Art of Joy, and I have a link to that in the show notes. And her official website, if you want to know more about her, is Jackiehillperry.com. No hyphen. And she also put out another spoken word piece that I found incredibly insightful called The Fall, and it's a dialogue between her and her husband, her now husband, Preston Perry, as Adam and Eve after they have fallen into sin, and... I think you should definitely check that out too. So if you want to get those links, go head on over to restitudio.org or maybe in your podcast app, you can take a look at the show notes and get to the links that way. Before wrapping up, I just wanted to read out a little bit of feedback that we've been getting on restitudio.org from our last episode, Interview 18, God Woo's Fashion Set Designer from Gay Lifestyle with Beckett Cook. Brian writes... This was by far my absolute favorite interview on Restitutio. The conversation was very respectful and informative. Beckett has a legendary testimony, one that is much needed in our culture today. Bless God for allowing Sean to have the opportunity to make this interview happen and be able to share it with others. Thanks. Also, Brian K. writes, Thank you so much for putting this testimony in your sight. Beckett is such a trophy of God's grace. So refreshing to hear of his love for the God who saved him, and we are excited to see Beckett's ministry develop. I especially like how he so clearly articulated that life with the Lord Jesus is so much better than a life filled with things the world claims gives joy. And Patricia Littler, hey Patty, writes, a very honest, timely, important interview. So, if you haven't listened to it yet, check out Interview 18. It's the previous episode on this podcast. And if you want to get this podcast on your phone or your tablet, just go to your podcast app or download a podcast app and search for Restitudio. You'll be able to get it on there so you can listen to it in the car or while you're exercising or in the kitchen or whatever it is you're doing. And you have to listen to Interview 18. Thanks so much for listening. I'm hoping to be able to put out a show this Sunday, but my wife is 10 months pregnant, so I don't know uh, when my next child is coming, but it's likely to be very soon. So we might miss an episode on Sunday. I'm not sure. I'll be sure to get back to this as soon as I can. And remember, the truth has nothing to fear.